2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: This is WWJ All Local.
3: Michigan State Police have identified the trooper who was killed while conducting an investigation in Saginaw County last night. WWJ's Mike Campbell joins us live with the latest. Mike.
4: It's a 39-year-old husband and father to a young daughter. Joel Pop, a trooper in the Tri-City Post, which is in Saginaw County, uh, was killed last night about 7 p.m. in the uh, I-75 northbound lanes near Birch Run Road. According to Michigan State Police, Pop and other troopers were investigating a suspected drunk driver, stopped or impaired driver, stopped on northbound I-75 in a curved lane of travel when an 81-year-old driver struck two patrol cars and Pop, who was outside his patrol car. Uh, he is uh, the 56th trooper to be killed in the line of duty. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ
2: News Radio 950. Well, it's official. Jim Harbaugh leaving the University of Michigan to become the head coach of the L.A. Chargers.
1: The writing seemed to be on the wall for a couple of weeks now. After checking off a national championship in Ann Arbor, Jim Harbaugh returning to the pros in order to chase the Super Bowl title that eluded him during his previous stint in the league. Now, instead of San Francisco, where he was before... Harbaugh still going to be back in California, but this time to Los Angeles to take over the Chargers. Now, according to reports, Michigan attempted to negotiate with the coach of nine years well into yesterday afternoon, but the offer made by L.A. and the opportunity to go back after the Lombardi seemed to be too good an offer to refuse. So now, the question is going to be who takes over the Wolverines a year after capturing their first title in 26 years. The leader in the clubhouse appears to be offensive coordinator Sharon Moore, who did a great job filling in during games that Harbaugh was suspended for at the bookends of last season. Now, you have to imagine Michigan will do their due diligence, but whatever they decide, it's going to be some big shoes to fill and a hard act to follow in 2024. And losing their coach or not, U of M fans did end up getting their championship. Chris Falar, WWJ News Radio, 950.
3: Saying the state of Michigan is ready to rock, Governor Whitmer delivered her sixth State of the State address last night. Members
1: of the Joint Convention, the governor of the great state of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Speaking before state lawmakers and state residents Wednesday night, the governor, in a 45-minute address from the state house floor, tackled a variety of topics. On the education front, she called for the expansion of pre-K access in Michigan, as well as tuition-free community college.
3: In our next budget, let's make the first two years of community college in Michigan tuition-free for every high school graduate.
1: The governor also proposing a $1.4 billion spend to build or rehabilitate nearly 10,000 homes statewide. And she also introduced the Caring for My, or MI, Family Tax Credit, which if adopted would give thousands of families a tax break for nursing and transportation care of elderly
4: relatives.
3: The new Caring for My Family Tax Credit could save thousands of Michigan families up to $5,000 on their taxes.
4: John
1: Hewitt, WWJ News Radio, 950.
2: The governor laying out a lot of new proposals for education and other issues, but Republican lawmakers aren't impressed. Here is Senate Minority Leader Eric Nesbitt.
3: Governor Whitmer painted a picture of the state of the state that probably left you scratching your head. Because I talked to friends and neighbors who work for a living, the governor's picture was one at odds with the reality most Michigan families are facing. She took a victory lap and patted herself on the back while many of our family members, our friends, and our neighbors continue to struggle. And this was a speech of someone who has spent way too much time in the Lansing bubble.
2: The governor will be live with us this morning at 8.15, and after that we'll talk live with Republican Representative Ann Bolin from Brighton Township.
3: Jurors are expected to hear opening statements today in the trial for Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of the Oxford High School shooter. WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton joining us live with a preview. Charlie.
0: Well, good morning, Jackie. That's right, Uh, jury selection took two days, but now we've got 10 women, seven men. They will hear all of the evidence in Jennifer Crumley's manslaughter trial. At the end, they'll be whittled down to 12 who will actually decide the case. Now, most of the jurors have children. Uh, Most are gun owners or hunters, and all knew something about the Oxford High School shooting. Uh, Opening statements will start in less than two hours. Uh, Prosecutor Karen McDonald will go first, and she will try to convince uh, the jury that Jennifer Crumley Crumley uh, ignored warning signs and bought or facilitated a gun for Ethan Crumley, her son. The defense, Shannon Smith, will go next, and she will likely argue that the sole killer is actually the shooter, Ethan. The parents had nothing to do with it. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, nine fifty.
2: WWJ News time is seven oh eight now, and coming up in two minutes after traffic and weather.
1: GM gives some auto workers a break so they can watch an important Detroit Lions game. I'm AutoBeat reporter Jeff Gilbert.
3: And traffic and weather together on
0: the eighths. Let's check the roads and say good morning to Tina Marie. And good morning, Jackie Page. Checking the AAA Jam Cams. The crash in Whitmore Lake, US 23 southbound at 9 Mile. That crash has cleared, so all lanes are back open. 275 Northbound at Eureka. That crash has cleared. That exit ramp is back open. And 696 eastbound past Campbell Hilton. We had a tipster call in to let us know that there are about four cars on the right shoulder with police on scene with a possible pothole situation. So use caution if you are headed that way. Again, that's 96 eastbound just past Campbell-Hilton, maybe say to the far left lane. Van Dyke southbound from 34 to 26-mile road. That left lane is now closed due to a moving work crew until about 3 o'clock. 696 westbound at the lodge. All lanes are back open. The 94 eastbound ramp to 75 northbound, that's back open as well. Your next report coming up at 718 from the Tubby's Sub Shops Traffic Center.
3: And let's get the AccuWeather forecast now from AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. And uh, much better morning than what we saw yesterday, Dean, although it's yeah. gloomy.
4: Yeah, and now the pothole problem, that's also part of this uh, January thaw, right? Uh, When we uh, start easing off these freezing temperatures, we start uh, uh, revealing those fun little surprises on the roads. Uh, Look, uh, we're not going to go back into the deep freeze, but things will dry out and get colder eventually. But not for a while. I mean, I think we're stuck in this dreary dampness. Uh, Areas of fog most dense in places through the morning. Temperatures will get up to near 40 or so at best this afternoon with drizzle and fog through the day. Steadier rain moves back in tonight as we'll settle in the mid-upper 30s. Travel will be slow and then damp and chilly off and on. Rain and drizzle and still some areas of fog tomorrow. Low 40s and low 40s with low clouds and some fog and chilliness on Saturday. The thing that's going to change... Changed the whole system and our whole pattern a little bit as a storm system that looks like it kind of goes to our south and east. Could give us a little bit of snow, especially south of the city, Sunday, Sunday evening. Temperatures mainly in the 30s. And then drier, mainly cloudy, upper 30s on Monday. But uh, I don't think we're going to have the drizzle and fog situation uh, going forward into next week like we've been dealing with so much here over the last several days and into the start of the weekend, at least, here in Metro Detroit. Right now, 35 degrees in Pontiac, 38 downtown, 37 at Metro Airport. With the dense fog advisories going through mid to late morning, I'm Aki with the Peter Justine DeVore, WWJ News Radio, 950.
3: And we check traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the 8th around the clock. Next update coming up at 718.
2: Workers at GM's Flint Assembly Plant will get to come into work one hour later than normal Sunday night so they can watch the Lions game.
1: GM says they want to allow their workers to savor the moment, but changing the shift also means it's less likely that they'll have sudden absenteeism. They've done this for other major sporting events in the past. Flint Assembly is the only GM plant in Michigan scheduled to be working at that time.
2: WWJ AutoBeat reporter Jeff Gilbert.
3: The Washtenaw County Sheriff's Office has located the SUV that was involved in a deadly hit and run last weekend. A 53-year-old Ypsilanti woman was walking on Prospect Road Saturday night when she was hit. Passersby found her body on the side of the road along with car parts that helped investigators find the vehicle. The SUV was located in Superior Township, but officials say no one was taken into custody.
2: Ann Arbor wants residents to share their vision for the future of the city. Community members are asked to give their thoughts
1: in a new survey on topics like housing, neighborhood makeup, transportation, and sustainability. City leaders say responses to the survey will shape Ann Arbor's comprehensive plan. Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950.
0: Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.